Americans overspend on car and home insurance by billions every year. That's where the Zebra can help. The Zebra is the nation's leading insurance comparison site for cars and home insurance. After a few quick questions, the Zebra pairs people with the right insurance company for them, helping everyone save time and money. Buy online or over the phone with one of their licensed insurance agents. Make insurance the smartest purchase yet. Visit thezebra.com slash V-I-A-L-L. That's T-H-E-Z-E-B-R-A dot com slash V-I-A-L-L. That's T-H-E-Z-E-B-R-A dot com slash V-I-A-L-L. Hello. What's going on, everybody? Happy Monday to you all. I hope you had a great weekend. We are, uh, the team is here. Me, Allie, Amanda, Chrissy, and it's uh, another wonderful and positive, inspirational, fun Ask Nick episode. But it is a really fun episode, and we are excited to bring it to you. Uh, don't forget to send in your questions at asknick at castmedia.com. Uh, we, we so appreciate the vulnerability of our callers, and, and they, once again, that they brought th- their A-game today. And uh, if you have a story, we want you to share it. Don't worry. Uh, you can be anonymous uh, if you don't want anyone to know. It's your story, and uh, we, we really appreciate it. So don't forget to send those in. Uh, we love this show. We love bringing it to you, and we hope you guys really, really enjoy it. Don't forget to uh, subscribe. Uh, we would love those five-star reviews. Uh, we really appreciate it. Go to iTunes. Just give us five stars, and uh, thank you so much for doing that in advance. It means the world, truly. Uh, also, vilefiles.com, some merch. Check it out. Look at I'm yes. Sorry, right? I'm Sorry, or a nice little sweatshirt that says, Show Him what you lost that's right show him once again we uh, really appreciate your support of the show and listening and uh, i hope you guys enjoy this episode what's your time with nick let's ask nick your sexy questions how's it going hi how's it going good what's your name good my name's nicolette i'm 31 and i'm from idaho how can i help yeah. Um, thanks so much for taking my call. So my main question is I'm confused. <laughs> um, it's important I recently to got know. Divorced. <laughs> I know, right? Um, I recently got divorced and it was an interesting journey. Um, took about nine months. I moved out last August and throughout the time we kind of went back and forth. I mean, really I did. Um, the main thing is like, I love him, but it's not a healthy relationship and we have two children. So that's like the most important thing to me is that we have a healthy relationship for our kids, whether that's together or not. So in the divorce, I got the house, but I had moved out last August. So what we agreed on was I was going to refinance and do all the paperwork. And then when my lease was up, he was going to move out. Um, well, I moved back in and he hasn't moved out yet. And we're actually trying again in our relationship. Um, And he's being super nice, really sweet. He's trying. But I'm like, I tried for so long. We were married 10 years. And I would ask to go to therapy. I mean, I did everything to try. And he would like mock that I wanted to go to therapy, all this stuff. And now that he's trying, I'm like. Resentful? I don't. Yes. Yeah. I'm so resentful. And I keep thinking maybe that will go away. Like he wants to go to therapy and stuff now. And we've gone to a few sessions, but I'm still feeling that resentment. And I guess I was wondering what you think about the situation. Do you think I'll ever get over that resentment? I mean, we got divorced for a reason. Yeah. I mean, I can't predict the future, right? Um, right. I think to get over the resentment would require more work on the part of the relationship, right? Which you, and so there's a kind of a, a roadblock because you're, you're wondering, do I, am I even willing to do that any longer? I was willing to do it for so long. He mocked me, he dismissed me and I emotionally and mentally checked out and that was hard for me. And that took a lot for me to do. And now that I'm in a position to finally move on guilt-free et cetera, et cetera. now he wants to it's just like fuck you know it's right yeah um, and like things will happen and i'll be like okay i'm gonna try this is gonna work and then um like he'll do something 
like he he yelled at me the other day i don't know if we can cuss but he said a word to me um you can cuss and what do you say okay he was like fuck you and like yelled at me and i was just like i don't want the kind of spouse that thinks it's okay to do that so just out of curiosity uh he hasn't moved out like has he refused to move out or or like no does he have nowhere to go No, we agreed that he would stay and we would try. And what did you say when he when he said fuck you? I was like flabbergasted. I mean, name calling was like his go-to when we were together. And for years and years and years, I said, don't do that. Um, and so I just like walked away from the situation. I like, needed to chill. And then I started like cooking dinner and he came in and wanted to talk to me. And I said, the first thing out of your mouth better be an apology because like we've had this conversation hundreds of times that you should not what yell did, at me What like did he that. say? He was just dismissive and eventually he apologized. But like, I don't want to have to deal with yeah. this boss that even thinks so, that's so okay. Where are, so you, the, the divorce is not finalized, yeah? Or it is? No, it, it is. So you're divorced. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, listen, here's what I would do if you still want to salvage the relationship. And that's only if, and I would totally understand if you're just like, I'm good. You know, like the hard part, right. the, 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 the messiness of getting the divorce and lawyers and the costs associated with that, like that's done. So like right. the hard part's over. Now you're just kind of like considering dating your ex-husband again. Yeah. So there is freedom in that. So that's cool for you. There's a, it's a fine line because what I would do is say, hey, listen, all right, if you want to try to make this work with me, I am open to doing that. However, I've done X, Y, and Z over a number of years. And just so you know, I feel some resentment towards you as a result yeah. of this. And and don't you want, it's, it's, it's a fine line between like standing around and pointing out how you feel and not simultaneously throwing things in his face because that's just counterproductive. Yeah. But you yeah. can't, and I think it's fair to say, it's just like, I'm willing to work with you, but I need to see it from you that you really are committed to doing this. Like I gave up on us. I offered therapy. You didn't want it. So as I sit here today, I am very reluctantly open to it because I do love you and I care about you and I would like to make it work, but I don't trust you that you're really willing to do this. And I don't mean yeah. willing to do this, not like willing to do this now because you're kind of afraid yourself to move on, but like really committed to doing the work. So let him see if he's willing to do the work and have a very tight leash. I mean, if he if he keeps doing the same thing, like cussing at you, like you, you at some point you have to have a zero tolerance policy, policy and he yeah. has to understand that. As a homeowner now, I can't tell you how much I care about how good my lawn works. But the crucial thing is we all live in different places with different climates. And Sunday makes it easy for you to have the best lawn possible. I'll tell you what, my lawn looks extra green and extra luscious ever since using Sunday. Sunday is more than just a lawn care product. It is a custom lawn care plan with a variety of ways to help you grow a beautiful lawn, control weeds, and remove pests. They take all the guesswork and unwanted chemicals so you can grow a beautiful lawn that's better for people pets in the planet. It was so easy to uh, take care of my lawn with Sunday because all I do is attach the ready-to-use pouch to a garden hose and spray away. Lawn care used to take me hours. Now it only takes me 15 minutes or less. Best of all, this stuff really works and my grass has never looked better. <laughs> Visit GetSunday.com slash V-I-A-L-L for $20 off your custom lawn plan at checkout. That's $20 off your custom plan at GetSunday.com slash V-I-A-L-L. Be the Baddest lawn care person in your neighborhood with Sunday. Public Goods, the one-stop shop for sustainable, high-quality, everyday essentials made from clean ingredients at an affordable price. Everything from coffee to toilet paper to shampoo to pet food, Public Goods is the new everything store thoughtfully designed for the conscious consumer. They have these uh, kick-ass bamboo toothbrushes that honestly like look good in the guest bathroom, and my uh, guests think I'm so stylish. Uh, the cleaning products are, made, are, are amazing. Uh, they smell great. And I know that they're not made with all this like crap. They get the job done. Chocolate covered goodies as well. Oh my God. Chocolate covered almonds are insane. They're truly, so truly amazing. Knowing what's in your product and where they come from are also super important. I worked out an awesome deal for you. My listeners receive $15 off your first public goods order with no minimum purchase. That's right. 
They are so confident that you will absolutely love their products and come back again and again. They are giving you $15 to spend on your first purchase. Plus, right now, receive your choice of either a free pack of bamboo straws or reusable food storage wraps with your order. Just go to publicgoods.com slash V-I-A-L-L or use my code V-I-A-L-L at checkout. That is P-U-B-L-I-C-G-O-O-D-S dot com forward slash V-I-A-L-L for $15 off your first order. He needs to be driving this, right? You can't be driving any longer. And I think if he's willing to drive, so to speak, and lead this, as long as you are supportive in that role without throwing it in his face, then I think it has a small chance of working out. But my guess is a lot of, of, of this is based off of fear on his part of really being able to move on and and it finally dawned on him after the divorce was all over and settled. So it's a tough situation because yeah. you have a family with him. You have kids. In a perfect world, you guys find reconciliation. But he needs to be the right. one really pushing this along. He can't just he can't be like, fine, I'm willing to do it now. While while you're yeah. still leading the charge. Right. Because that's what's that. Right. That's him just like barely doing a little bit more than he than he was before. Now he's all, now mm-hmm. he's, oh my God, he's willing to go to therapy. Like, bro, like you now, know, I know, you know, no, he needs to say, wow, I fucked up. I really, I, I can't believe I risked this thing. I, and I, and I don't even deserve to get it back, but I'm, I really want to show you how important it is to me. And like, I think that's the only way. So it's, you know, it's actions over words and it's him doing it. And if, if you find yourself like, you know, if you were to stop trying to fix things, would he, what would happen? I mean, I kind of have, and he is still trying and still doing things, but he's still fucking up. Okay. Well, you know, he's not going to change over, he's not going to change overnight. So there is that. I know. But so, and it's tough, right? It's it's a really tough situation you're in because where do you draw the line? I don't think it's That's exactly where I'm at. I don't think it's hard for I don't think it's hard for you to have a zero tolerance policy on him telling you to fuck off or calling you names right. or like be verbally abusive. Like you know, he just nah. Like, you know? Yeah. He can stop doing that. And if he can't, yeah. then that's that's something that might if he is so volatile that he needs so much work because he can't he just he can't control the things he says to you if he gets really angry then this is a person who needs lots of therapy and lots of work before it's gonna get to a place where you want it to be yeah but if he can at a minimum be like you know what from going forward i will never talk to you this way and i i will get really angry and i might want to and i might feel it but I'm not going to do it, then maybe, maybe. So I think, you know, does that make sense? Because. Yeah. No, it does. If you can't control that, then this guy needs so much work. It's going to be, it's going to be a a journey. It's going to be a process. Yeah. And I'm at that point of thinking that same thing. Like how many more chances can someone fuck up? Because I get it. Like no, no one's perfect. And especially when you have these issues, you have to keep practicing and get better at it. But how many more times do you get to have a free pass? Exactly. I mean, like if if it was like a cheating situation, so like, yeah, people fuck up. Oh, yeah. But you know, some things you just don't do, and some things right. you, as an adult, if you're an adult who thinks they're capable of being in a committed romantic relationship and having a family, then there's like certain minimum standards you should be able to like adhere yeah. to. You know not screaming and swearing at your partner is one of those, right? Mm-hmm. And again, Basic, yeah. yeah, again, we fuck up from time to time, but there should be an immediate recognition of like, I am so sorry, I was wrong, I embarrassed, I'm ashamed, I don't ever want to talk to you that way. And if that is so hard for your partner to do or your ex-husband, then this is someone who may not, like have the minimum basic qualities it requires it have it is required to have to be in like a healthy committed relationship. Mm-hmm. So, you know, may have that maybe be your minimum standard. Yeah. So, 
No, I think that's fair. Trying, like saying, he's like, what? what is he doing? He's being thoughtful, more thoughtful. Like he stopped and bought me a coffee on his way home the other day. He is making sure he's cooking meals that I can eat. I'm, uh, I have certain like intolerances. And he used to like make fun of me for them. Okay. And now he's actually like, so it is basic. That's but nice. And that's nice. And that's, I don't, you know, I don't think, listen, basic, sure. But like those little things are things that we appreciate in relationships and, and often yeah. get taken for granted. So I don't think you have to dismiss it and be like, oh, it's silly. But they, the question you have to ask yourself is how sustainable is that? Is he doing it just to get in your good graces? I think it's unclear mm-hmm. for you right now. And those are all nice yeah. things, but it doesn't excuse him. Like, I, you know, it's one of those things where is it nice to have my partner do nice things for me? Of course. It's nice to feel appreciated. Yeah. But I can cook. I can clean. I can do things on my own. What I can't control and what I can't do is have someone I'm in a relationship with scream at me, be toxic to me, uh, put me down, ridicule me, swear at me. You know what I'm saying? Those are things I can't have. You know, those are the non-negotiables that like I can't be in a relationship with. Like I like that I have a partner who thinks of me from time to time and makes me feel like she appreciates me. And that is, I'm not saying it's not important, but like I can do a lot of things on my own, right? Mm-hmm. And if I'm single, I can take care of myself. When I'm single, I don't have people screaming at me and tell me how stupid yeah. I am or how how useless I can be. And I can't, why can't you get, the, like how hard is it to like do this? You know, like just belittle mm-hmm. and berate and partners do that. So like yeah. if he's still doing that, like all the, like, oh, hi, you know? <laughs> doesn't mean anything or like cooking for you is like yeah. it's a nice but like that's not what you need to be happy you know yeah. and I guess I maybe thought I needed those things to be happy because when we initially uh, separated and I brought those things up um, he immediately started doing them it's like yeah like those nice acts are good but like you said they don't negate Correct. The shitty things you are doing. And that's the big issue. Those other things are nice things. And again, you can show appreciation. You don't want to make them think it's not doing anything. But like, yeah. you know, thank you. But once you do X, Y, and Z, you know, it's the classic case of it doesn't matter how good we are when we're good. It's how bad we are when we're bad. I like that. Yeah. So, you know, and I've had a handful of relationships that like I walked away from. Because there were a couple of times, you know, we, you know, this is way back when and we'd break up and then we'd like run into each other and we'd have all this chemistry and we'd have so much fun. And, and at one time I had an ex be like, you know, why can't get me back together? Like, we're so good together. I'm like, yeah, it's great when we're great. But like, man, it's bad, man. I, it's terrible. And nothing between us has shown me that the, the bad's fixed. The problems aren't going away. So like, you know. It's like a yeah. doesn't matter how high you get when you take drugs if like the 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 coming off the drugs is detrimental to your health. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you know, no one's arguing that like you get a really great high when you you take some dangerous drugs. It's it's how they affect you negatively is why people are like don't fucking do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's not much different in this situation. So yeah, um, it's a tough situation. I I would focus on on those things as the as your kind of barometer of telling yourself whether you should stay in and and don't feel guilty about leaving a situation just because he's like cooking for you now. Because yeah, you can find other people to cook for you. I can cook for. And myself, he needs yeah. to really drive the the like it's the work he needs to do on himself. It's the work he needs to do on communicating. It's the therapy. It's like, it's not the cooking and like kind of thinking of you. So hopefully hopefully that helped. And like the good news is as much other than like your, you know, you know, the guilt, I don't don't know. It's like, I'm sure like, you know, you have kids and you want to make it work for your kids. And, but all that being said, the hard part of the divorce is over. So like, that's good news for you. Yeah. Yeah, I could be like, okay, you have to move out tomorrow if I wanted to, you know. Yeah. So tight leash. And as long as you tight keep leash. him in your life, like, you know, just be a careful not to throw things in his face, you know. Yeah. Um so okay. Yeah. Okay. Thanks right. for your advice. I yep. appreciate it. Best of luck. Bye. Bye bye. 
Hey, Cameo, you know about it. And if you are looking for a great last-minute gift or birthday present or a Mother's Day gift or whatever the occasion or just give someone a, a great pep talk, Cameo is a great way. I'm on it. Uh, some of your other favorite uh, celebrities like Snoop Dogg, Chris Tucker, David Hasselhoff, Lindsay Lohan, and obviously yours truly can uh, bring a delightful message to your friends or loved ones. That's really simple. You just go on the Cameo app. You book your, your favorite uh, person or their favorite person uh, to wish them a, a, a happy birthday or send them a thoughtful message. Whether that's a shout out, maybe a roast, a thank you message, whatever it is, uh, use Cameo to connect your loved ones with their favorite personalities. Go to Cameo.com, request a personalized video, and whatever star you choose will send you uh, back a personalized video so you can wow the ones you love. Just don't uh, buy a gift. Make one with Cameo. Go to Cameo.com. Best fiends, yay. Brain games and getting smarter while passing the time, and you can do it offline as well. People are going to start traveling more, flying in planes, and you don't want to waste money on that shitty Wi-Fi that they have. So download Best Fiends now and have uh, some fun with some great puzzles, some great brain games, and cute and lovable characters all at the same time. If you like solving puzzles like me, Best Fiends is for you. It's fun. It's almost too fun, and I've been playing for a while. Chrissy it loves it. I mean, she doesn't shut up about it, so... I love all the characters. They have great characters and they're constantly updating new challenges and new characters all the time. Download the five-star rated puzzle game Best Fiends free today on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. They have over 1 million downloads, so you know people are loving it. What's going on? Hi, my name is Maddie. I am 24 and I live in the Bay Area and I submitted... Um, and ask Nick question for my friend, Jessica. And hi, my name is Jessica. I'm 23, also from the Bay Area. Uh, Maddie's my friend who decided to submit a question on my behalf. So here we are today. <laughs> what a win. So who wants to tell the story? Who, who can more articulate the story? I'll, I'll sum it up. So um, I submitted a question for Jessica because she she has a hard time expressing her feelings and we were just all together as girlfriends and she was sharing with us her kind of like struggles with her relationship and we always kind of talk highly of her and her boyfriend. So I think that was like something that was hard for her to open up about and I am a big fan of um, the Vile Files. So I was like, I'm just going to submit it for her thinking that you guys wouldn't get back to me and you guys did. So I kind of had to convince her to get on today and figure out her situation if she wants to elaborate so you're like the the emotionally supportive friend (laughs) and and i was curious (laughs) i was very curious what you would say nick because i think it's a really interesting um scenario or situation all right well let's let's hear it kind of just like a background so i've been together with my boyfriend for five years almost six years now We started dating freshman year of college. We're both graduated out of college. We're both in our careers now. And I feel like for at least the past one to two years, I've just kind of been questioning whether or not I actually love him, I guess. Because when I first started dating him, it was a no-brainer why I should be dating him. He checked all my boxes. He was funny, handsome, sweet, had a good family, had a good head on his shoulders, was going into a good career, genuinely see spending the rest of my life with. But I guess as time has gone on, and especially in the last year, like in 2020 and 2021, I've just questioned whether or not I love my life with him or I love him because I don't feel like it's both right now, if that makes sense. So what you love is the life you've kind of molded, but you're just... Yeah, exactly. Like I see him, I see him more right now as a life partner, I guess, than someone that I'm in love with. Like just, there's just, I feel like the love is missing between us. What do you think is missing? I don't, I honestly, I don't, I don't know what's missing. It's just like, I know that I should be feeling some sort of connection I guess like love interest connection and I just feel like I don't feel that anymore how old, how old are you again 23 okay how old is he he's also 23 is he like your first love 
first real love? Yeah, I'd say so. About how about okay, and how about for him? Uh, maybe maybe not first real love. I mean, to me, this is, sounds like a like a, a situation where you don't have the benefit of experience and perspective. You know, you mm-hmm. could a, a lot of like say older couples, you know, been married for thirty years, could be listening to this and be like, "Hey, babe." Shit, this is love, you know, you're going to have to choose to love and you have to like choose to like love is is not necessarily a fairy tale feeling of of romance and glamour. It's a it's an act of choice to make it work with a partner for the rest of your life. And someday mm-hmm. that is how it it's, it should be and has to be to make a an entire a relationship over the course of a lifetime work. Right. But here mm-hmm. you are as a 23-year-old woman who's only really been in love with one guy and you have nothing to compare it to, right? Yeah. So like, mm-hmm. here I am, I'm you know older than you, I've had a handful of relationships, I've been in love with multiple people, I've broken people's hearts, I've had my heart broken, and through all those experiences, I've been able to kind of you know, look at what was good and bad, right? And now, you mm-hmm. know, like, in, and when I choose to get into a relationship, I can you know, decide and, and really evaluate how it compares those other situations. Now, the downside sometimes of that is in, and when people who are single in their 30s and, you know, 40s and get older, they can be a little bit more cynical, right? And they can, it, they, they have more perspective, right? And therefore they can, they know what they want and what they don't want. So they get a little more too picky, which is fine. But sometimes you, you're just like, fuck, you know, I can, you're able to pick up on things you don't like really easily as well right and when yeah, you're younger yeah. you're just like it's more about this excitement he checks all these boxes and it's great and you're finally excited that that you found someone to check their boxes and and that's a big motivating factor and now you mm-hmm. have settled in right and it sounds like you know i i, re- I remember that like I, I graduated from college i wanted to get a job right away i got a job right away and it was like okay like so is this like the rest of my life or mm-hmm. like it's kind of boring you know and so you know you you have all these goals and aspirations you work so hard and you try to mold this life like you have and then like you're still really young and you're kind of like i i have it but it's not it doesn't feel all that exciting is there something better for me out there so what i'm saying is mm-hmm. what you're feeling is kind of natural and normal Right. And I don't really have a clear answer for you, like what you should do. You should break up. It's just more deciding. It it might take you to separate. Right. And Mm -hmm. explore life without him. That's a risk you're going to have to decide. Is it willing to take, you Mm -hmm. know, Um, you know, the there's some truth to like and it's all about how you handle it. Have you had conversations with your boyfriend about this state of mind or feelings that you've had? Yeah. So actually about maybe a little bit over a month ago we were kind of talking about it because another problem with us is our sex life just because i'm i I feel like i keep making excuses to not have sex with him at this point and it's not because like the sex isn't great it's just like i don't want to with him like i just feel i feel like i never have you told him that that yeah (laughs) how did he handle that um, it wasn't a great conversation, um, but I mean, it's been something that I've been dodging, like beating around the bush about for the past year. And I just, he knew, even he knew that I would just get making excuses after excuse. And so he finally confronted me about it. And then that's when I told him, like, I don't know if I'm really feeling the same way about you as I was when we first started dating five years ago. And so we talked about it and I brought up the idea of like, you know, what if we go to couples therapy or a break? He completely shot me down. He didn't ask for a why. He thought couples therapy was stupid. He didn't think like a third party could bring anything into our relationship that we didn't already know. And then a break is just. I guess I agree kind of with him. Like if you break up, you should break up. Right. Mm-hmm. And it just depends on how mature you guys decide you want to be about this situation hard to be mm-hmm. super mature and i i, I don't and I, at the risk of sounding condescending is like you have the right to like not have it all figured out right now like it's mm-hmm. much easier for me to be like well this is how you should do it because i just like i've just had shit happen to me and i've done some shit and like that's part of mm-hmm. living right 
it would be the very mature thing to do as hard as it is for both of you to say, we've reached this kind of roadblock. At least one of us has. And I love you. I care about you. I see so many reasons why you could be my life partner, but this is something I need to do. And I know this might be the end of us, mm-hmm. but I do, like, I don't know if couples therapy at this point is what you need. Right. Because like, it doesn't sound like you're having a hard time communicating. It doesn't sound like you're having a hard time working through some issues. This is something that you feel and you need to work through almost on your own, right? Mm -hmm. This is not a couple's thing. This is a you thing. And he then has to decide whether if he's being really honest with himself, as hard as it is to hear from you, like, I don't know, but the sex is boring vanilla, or I don't know if I feel the same way. Does he Mm -hmm. maybe feel the same way about you sometimes? Maybe my guess is probably, you know, like there's maybe, I don't, I don't know. And so, yes, if you guys were to break up, you shouldn't call it a break. You shouldn't like check in. You should have some real separation and you should live your life and experience life without him. And you might find it's you, you, you really appreciate him and, and, or not. And like, I know that might be unconventional. And, and if he is a kind of, you know, big on the old rom-coms or the traditional love or what love really means to him because it's his parents' story or whatever, he might be like, I don't mm-hmm. know if I could ever get past the fact that you needed to have sex with other man, men to realize how I was great. And that might be true. Other people mm-hmm. might be like, you know what? Fuck it. It's life, whatever. You know, had we would have met at, at 26 and you got to experience other people, you might not be feeling these like things of like wondering what else is out there. But like, you didn't get to plan that. That's when you met him. You met him when you were a freshman in college, when you were more inexperienced and you would have been at 30 had you met him then. And that does matter. So you can either like, you know, complain and whine that like fate had you meet at fifth as a freshman in college rather than when you were 30 and more experienced, or you can just do something about it and see if you guys can get over the, the pride and the ego behind like needing to experience life without each other. And it may not work. Right. There's a good chance you might like, you're just really afraid to lose him and he's afraid to lose you. But like as singles, despite it being lonely and hard and sad for a period of time that you might really enjoy Mm -hmm. getting to know more people. Or you might find mm-hmm. that he's, you know, was the best thing ever to happen to you and you just need to like get some perspective. I, I see what you're saying, but the only problem is that with him, he thinks that it's an us issue. Like he wants to work on yeah. us and try to better us. Well, the and I, good news about I, it being a you issue is you don't need his permission to work on that issue. You just need to have the courage to like leave and risk losing him. He doesn't have to agree with you. You know, and I think you're not going to yeah, get him kind of to like, be like, hey, here's my blessing. Go forth and fuck a <laughs> bunch of dudes. Like, it's going to be hard on him and sad. Like, in a yeah. perfect world, he would be like, that's just, you're going to have to hope he finds that perspective as time goes on. Mm-hmm. And that's probably why, Jessica, he keeps taking you on little trips to try to save which you guys. is which is probably I mean yeah. it's only gonna like kind of it's not gonna work it's gonna probably make you hate him more because you're like yep even the trips don't work and that's not about yeah the that's exactly trips. <laughs> it's not about the trips that's exactly so. that's exactly what just happened because this past weekend we went to Santa Barbara just to like get away little couples retreat thing and I just I mean it was fun yeah I had a good time but like I just kept thinking to myself like this isn't working like I don't feel any different than before we left this this this, mm. is this we still have the same issues like nothing nothing was fixed so i don't I, if that's where you are then you need to kind of you know find the courage to take this risk because you're right it's not a couple's thing it's something that you are grappling with as an individual and uh and there is a risk because yeah you might break up with him and realize you had a really great thing but you have found you've gotten your head that there might be something better for you out there. And maybe, Mm -hmm. you know, as a young 23 year old woman, you need to like figure it out on your own. Like, does it matter if like some 50 year old couple comes to you and says, well, you know, that's a marriage. So make it work. That's not going to change how you feel. They might be right. You know what I'm saying? They might be right, Uh but 
you know, clearly you you're not in a position where you want to settle down right now and that's okay. Like, do you want to get married mm -hmm. at 23 or 24, 25? Like, I don't know, maybe you do and that's fine if you do, but if you don't, like why would you like why are you only dating one person if you if if getting married and settled down isn't in like the foreseeable future? Like what what's the point? That's true. I mean, I de I definitely don't want to get married now. So like how, why why like why date one person? I don't know. I just I know. I, like I get I'm it because that's what you do, and that's what people tell you to do. And like, don't yeah, be a yeah, slut, exactly. and like, you know, I get all that, and like, you just want to have a, you know, like, date around, you know. And who knows? Yeah. Someone, you know, it might work out in six more twelve months, but it sounds like right now nothing's working as far as relationship. So you just need to probably do the tough thing, end it as graciously as possible. He's going to be mad, hurt, and sad. Hopefully, he doesn't say or do anything in that breakup that's unforgivable. And is hurt, yeah. but he needs to go out and experience life and do his thing and date around and you need to do the same thing and see if in a year you miss him or you miss each other. Yeah. But yes, this is not about like, well, I'm going to call you in a year, live your life and see if you guys find your way back to each other. This is not like a, don't tell him to wait around for you. Don't be like, I might change my mind. You got to, you got to hard break up with him. You got to let him go yeah. and you got to let him and encourage, you know, you got to let him get mad enough uh, to, about you that he wants to do the same thing for himself. All right. Okay. Yep. So that's my two cents. Sad. <laughs> All right. Well, Godspeed. It's going to be hard, but like just, you know, when you're doing it, try to be as selfless as possible. Don't worry about him hating you. Don't worry about being the good guy. Don't worry. You know, like just be kind, but don't lead him on. Don't give him false hope. It's okay if he cries. It's okay if he gets mad at you. He might say some things that hurt your feelings. Short of it being like really toxic and mean, like that's all and mm. that happens in a breakup. Okay. Thank you, Nick. Best of luck. All right. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. How's it going? Good. What's your name? Jenna. I'm 29. How can I help Jenna? Um. Well, about... Two years ago, um, I went through kind of a tough breakup. Uh, we were together almost six years and um, very much in love when we broke up. But um, I woke up at 27 and I kind of realized that I had never been alone and I had never dated as um, an adult before. And I, um, it was really hard, but we parted ways. Um, and then shortly after that, um, I uh, met Jake, and Jake was uh, ten years older. And is Jake an actual person? Yeah, oh, that's his name. yeah. All right, you don't have to use uh, well, his name. No, no, I, I used a fake name. All right, you just met a guy for Jake. All right. Yeah, I met I met a man, um, and he was older and very funny and cool and. Um, he kind of helped me forget about my ex. And um, at the time he told me he wasn't looking for anything serious and neither was I, I was out of this long thing. Um, and I think though that I was still very naive at that time. Um, I was kind of playing dress up as this, you know, single girl dating all these guys, having all this fun. Um, and I kind of still was under the impression that I would, you know, meet someone and fall in love and um, kind of fall effortlessly into this long-term relationship like the first time. Um, and fast forward two years, um, it's been two years and me and Jake are still casually hooking up. Um, and I had like kind of an epiphany recently. I was dating a man significantly younger than myself. And I heard myself telling him that I wasn't looking for a relationship. And I, I realized I, I identify now I identify more with, with Jake and this romanticized you know, version of love is gone. I want to date intentionally. I do want to fall in love, but now I feel like I don't know how, like, look, like I have two modes of like my ex's girlfriend um, or this kind of like perpetual fucking around that I'm doing. And Specifically, I don't know what to do about Jake because I don't want to let him go. Why don't you want to let this Jake guy go? 
we have something. Um, what is that something? I feel like good sex. I feel like we're equals in a way. Like like we both know what we're getting out of this. And I I weirdly like ironically I feel like like he's my only connection to that version of myself two years ago that was still uh, hopeful, you know, and was naive about like what the dating world really is. Um, and and kind of connection to like my ex too. Like it's I don't want to kind of set that time of my life down but I need to, you know, cause I'm like wasting time. What, what, but what other than like a memory or nostalgia, like, yeah. Why are you still hanging out with this Jake guy? Um, if he wanted to, really if, good. if he, okay. So it's good sex. If he were mm-hmm. to call you up today and be like, listen, I think I want to date you. I want to be in a relationship. I have feelings for you. What would you do? Oh my God. Um, I think I'd say yes. Okay. Yeah. So you need to stop hanging out with him in the context of of which you're hanging out with him because you are accepting less than what you want out of this relationship. Right. You're not asking like you're, you're settling for what he's willing to give, even though you want more. And that's right. fine early on. Early on, there's a lot of like unknown. You're, you know, you know, maybe you hook up fast and you maybe you wanted to or vice versa. Who knows? You're just getting to know each other. And so you're not really sure what you want from someone. But over, you know, after six or eight months or four months, I don't know, whatever period of time, once you realize that you want something out of a relationship, it's important to be honest with yourself about it. Often, we aren't honest with ourselves. And out of the fear of losing the little bit that we're able to get from someone, we accept much less than what we actually want. So we don't ask ourselves these questions. Well, I would, I mean, if you wanted to date me, I would totally date him. Okay, great. He doesn't want to date me. So why are you, you know, I get why you're putting, you know, good sex, all, there's, a, there's, there's nice things. But once you know yeah. that you want more and you're willing to accept less, you're setting a pet precedent for that relationship and for yourself that you're willing to accept less more than what you want. And, and sometimes the want, more importantly, is the things that you might need out of a relationship. So you probably need some more, you know, consistency, some sustainability, some, you know, assurance, less confusion, right? And it, yeah. you accepting more, less than what you want and deserve is a, is creating all this other kind of confusion in your life. And so as far, you know, because you know you can confidently say, I would, yeah, I would date him if he wanted to date me. I I want to date him. Fuck it. Yeah, I want to date him. You know what? And yeah. it hurts my feelings that he is that whatever we've shared in the past, you know, year two years that we've been hanging out that he hasn't seen enough in me that he would want to date me. You know, there's something about it that yeah. and there's, you know, there's an ego thing involved, but what you haven't done is you haven't given him a reason to <laughs> worry about losing what he is getting from you because it's like, you know, you guys come and go out of convenience in each other's lives and you've told yourself it's all cool. And that, so you need to stop being cool about it and, 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 and not mean just to totally like, Hey, Jake, you're great. You're awesome. I don't want to do this, but you don't want to date me. And that's totally fine. It's run its course. And I, I need more, than this I want more expect more and it's fine you got your own thing and you've got to cut him off and he's got to really believe that you're gone and who knows how he responds to that but like we've mentioned in the past yeah. my girlfriend did this to me literally and and he needs to really come correct he really needs to like show you he can't like half-ass it he can't be like well let's yeah. you know he's just like no he if you were to allow him back in he has to be willing to date you, want to date you, realize that like he's taking you for granted a little bit. You know, we all do that. You don't have to like throw it in his face, resent him, but like he has. Now, if he doesn't, you still need to let it go, right? And it'll free you up. And and maybe that closure is what you'll really need for even from your first boyfriend. That Pete part, that nostalgia that you're hanging out to, it's time to let go if, if Jake doesn't want to date you. And that will free you up to kind of, Get better at accept, like only allowing the things that you, you know, not expecting or a- asking for less than the things that you know you want because that doesn't get you anywhere, right? That just bides you time and that gives you momentary happiness and that like 
allows you to not feel lonely or bored at times, but it doesn't really get you what you want and deserve by accepting less. Yeah. And like, I guess, so if I tell him, cause the last time I asked him, like, you know, what, what are you looking for? That was like over a year ago. Yeah. And, and I don't know if you've been listening to every episode, but you need to stop asking him what he wants. You know, you tell him yeah, what you just, want. Like, yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's scary. Yeah. I know, but. What, what do you have to lose? Yeah. It's not the only guy who's a good lay out there, you know? He offers you a little bit of security. You found a good, a good lay, and he's probably not a total dick. And yeah, I'm looking for this. I'm looking for a relationship with you. Um, and he gives me like, like you said, come correct. He's like, be fully there. Like, like what? I guess like <laughs> I'm like been dating so casually for so long. I don't think you should really at this sure, like, point. I even look like him. Just be like, sure. Yeah, at this point, I wouldn't even be like, I want. I think he would say, sh- if he, he might say, sure. Sure. I know. Yeah, I think I, he might be like, yeah, okay. I don't even think you should like tell him what you. I think because of the way it's. I think you should stop him. You like I, you should end it. You should try to end it and see if he tries to stop you. It's. Okay. I, I mean, yeah. it's a little game playing, but I think if you really think this guy's gonna be like, sure, <laughs> I think you need to be like. From what I'm gathering. You know, like you, unless unless there's something different, you you're not looking for a relationship, and that's just what I want. And I just you're great, and I love spending time with you, but it's like it's complicating the things that I really want and deserve. So I think I'm just gonna end it, you know. Yeah. And uh, and if you want to tell him that you would want to be in a relationship with him, then fine. I think that's okay. Yeah. But you should, yeah, you should be like I would. Listen, I want it with you, but you don't want it with me, so that's okay. Yeah. You know, that way it sounds like you're prepared to leave. You're not like pining and asking him one more time if he'll date you. you know? Yeah. You're just and like, that's like my worst fear. I'm, like, I don't prepa- I'm prepared like to leave. This is what I want. I don't think you want it. It's totally fine. You know, it's, I'm going to go and you do that and you see what happens, you know, and who knows, like you said, you actually think maybe he will, maybe who knows? 50, 50, it's a coin flip, but um, yeah. if you want to like progress your own personal dating life, you need to, you need to kind of, you know, get rid of the loose ends and, and things that are dead weight that's holding you back. And it's time you're investing, you know, Jake, you're investing in Jake. Anytime you sleep with Jake, hang out with Jake, that's time. You could be doing other things and getting to know other people and it's holding you back. So, you know, that's why you need to, to stop it. Cause it's not, you're not going anywhere. You're just, you know, going around the circle yeah. and, and then, yeah, get back out there and, you know, younger guys, guys your age, older guys, you know, the door's open, you know, and, and uh, just kind of be honest with yourself about start, start kind of only allowing the things that you want and deserve in your, in your life and don't do things out of boredom and convenience. Don't do yeah. other things out of fear of being alone and, 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 and things like that. And, and that'll allow you to invest in things that are worth your time. Yeah. Okay. I guess step one is break up with this guy. Yeah. And who knows? We'll see what happens. But let him know where you stand. Let him know that you're willing to let him go. Yeah. And, okay. and without anger or resentment, appreciation for the good times yeah. that you've had. It's all been great. No regrets. But it's yeah. it's run its course. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yes. Thank you. All right. Best of luck. You'll be great. I appreciate it. All right. Bye-bye. How's it going? Hi. Hi, this is uh, Jennifer, uh, age 25, or almost. Happy birthday. Yeah, thanks. (laughs) How can I help Jennifer? Okay, so um, last October, I was invited to accompany my boyfriend to his, like, one of his oldest friend's birthdays, and it was, like, in a cabin in the mountains, and it was just, like, a a few of us, and um, there was this girl there that he didn't know was going to be there, and like he was really surprised to see her he thought it was someone else by the same name and he was like oh it's it's this other girl that like i didn't know she was going to be here and he kind of like acted like a little bit nervous about it like and so i was like oh well cool i guess it's like nice to see old friends i'm like you seem like a little weird like she like an ex or something and he's like yeah no like we used to hook up a little bit like back in our rave days he's 31 now um so it's like in their early 20s or something 
so and I was like oh well whatever <laughs> it's like I'll just try to have a good time but um on like the last night we were there we were like all sitting on the couch and stuff and then like we may or may not have been on hallucinogenics at the time and uh like he was sitting next to her and he like puts his hand on her leg and then kind of like holds it there for a while and like taps the beat of the music kind of like on her leg and I guess like at the time it kind of bothered me and I don't think it was anything malicious because like it was obviously right in front of me so he knew that I could see him and but I don't know it still kind of bothered me and I know it sounds super immature and like silly but I don't know. I don't think it's immature or silly to be bothered by someone you're dating to put their hand on the thigh of anyone, let alone like someone they used to hook up with. Yeah. And even if he did it in front of you, I don't think that should be like, oh, well, he did it in front of me. So I guess I should be okay with it. I mean, you know, yeah. you imagine that line of thinking take you. Um, <laughs> so what did you do with that information? Have you said anything to him? Um, no. So I, at the time I was just like, I didn't really want to come across as like being jealous or, and I kind of thought I was going to get over it before. And I don't know, but here I am. I still think about it. So, yeah. Well, I think it's important yeah. to be able to express the things that you think about and b- bother you. You know, you have, yeah. uh, it's, I, it's a very, I mean, if, if the good thing you have, you can be confident in knowing that that like everyone listening to this would be like, yeah. That would bother me unless you're like specifically get turned on by your partner flirting with someone in your face as a way to stimulate you. And, you know, some people might be into that. Mm-hmm. But if short, yeah. of, short of that being specifically communicated, then you have a right to have that bother you. And then you recognize, hey, you guys were doing drugs or whatever, and that might yeah. affect your thinking. And you're not even coming with a place, a place of necessarily like free, you're not freaking out on them. But you you should feel no. confident in standing your ground that you have the right to feel the way you do. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important for you before you do approach him to just confidently say, I'm not crazy. I'm not jealous. I'm not. But I can feel jealousy. And yeah. I, and, and, and more importantly than feeling jealousy, it's like, why did you do that? Yeah. <laughs> A little fucked up there, buddy. Yeah, I just feel weird like bringing it up so many months later. So should I make it clear maybe like next time when I do like have a problem with something like to kind of be like, look, I'm sorry, I won't do this again. Like I won't wait. I mean, again, it's it's challenging. I wouldn't say, well, you know, so you don't have to sit there and apologize. You can just say, hey, listen, I'd like to talk to you before I talk to you. I want to recognize that like this is probably feeling like it's coming out of left field because I was I just didn't know how to bring it up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's a better way than be, uh, like right off the bat, be like, "I'm sorry, I shouldn't." Have, like, <laughs> like again, like he. First of all, he did something wrong. It's not necessarily a mm-hmm. fireable offense, but it was still wrong. Yeah. And yeah. You in a perfect world, you would have brought it up. And yes, it is a teachable moment for you and a learning opportunity for you to trust yourself that you you know you're not you're you don't bury things that bother you because clearly they don't go away. Yeah. So you do recognize so that he can't throw it in your face. Like, why did you bring it up to me then? Like, I I recognize I should have brought it up to you earlier. I was, Mm -hmm. wasn't sure, but I still want to talk to you about it now and say, I want to talk to you about this. Yeah. Don't come at him. Don't yell at him. Just be like, and, and you tell him how you, and see what he says. And if he right away says, honestly, I, 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 don't even have a memory of that. Obviously, we were on drugs, but don't, 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 yeah. don't, don't, don't bring up the drugs. Don't, mm-hmm. don't, be, don't give him all the reason. Don't, don't tell him all of his excuses he could have. Just say how yeah. it made you feel. And if he wants to say, "I don't remember, we were doing drugs," that's he can say that. That's fine. I guess it's reasonable. But he, either yeah. way, he should say the correct response would be, "You're right. I, I'm, I didn't realize, but now that I realize, I do th- did this." I'm so sorry. You have every right to feel the way you did. And yeah. I don't want to have made you feel that way. And I, I hope we can get past that. But I recognize, thank you for telling me. Mm-hmm. I'm glad, you know, those are the things he should say. Yeah. And if he doesn't say those things and some version of that, then that's a concern that he, you know, yeah. don't let him gaslight you. Don't let him make you feel bad. Don't let him make it about how long you waited. Yeah. You I know, agree. and just, 
talk to him and see if he's mm-hmm. willing to talk to you back. And if he's not willing mm-hmm. to talk to you back, that is a sign that he's not willing to talk to you about things that bother you going forward. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's like a habit of both of ours too, is that we don't say what's bothering us right away. Kind of, and, and then maybe say, Hey, that's something I think we don't do well in general. And I'd like for us yeah. to work on this together, make it a team thing and don't, you know, yeah. the more you attack, the more he'll get defensive. So like, See, okay. you know, talk to him in a way that is open and mm-hmm. and don't give him reasons to get a defensive. And if he does get defensive, then that's a that's a red flag. and That's a bad sign. OK, but don't yeah. apologize for things that you shouldn't feel sorry for all while yeah. trying to simultaneously communicate with him the things that are bothering you. Just recognize that he m- empathize with how he might be receiving this rather than apologizing. Mm-hmm. Like, I understand this is coming out of left field. I don't want to, you know, but it has been bothering me and I want to talk. Yeah. Um, I just don't want it to like happen again. And then, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or, I mean, if also, if like that's like such a big problem for him, I don't want to, I don't know, hold him back from anything. So, I mean, I listen, know. we have people from that's our past stupid. that we had yeah. sexual chemistry with and, and, and yeah, and that's perfectly fine. If I you're doing hallucinogens, it might, you know, like, <laughs> You know, get, yeah. you get you know those are you know, consequences of doing that shit, and and you it sound like you're willing to recognize some of those things. It's mm-hmm. to me, it sounds like you are. You just want where you feel unsafe is that you don't yeah. know how he feels about this. You don't know if he has a recollection of it, right? You don't know. Yeah. It it just you know if he recognizes that he empathizes with your feelings, I'm guessing that would make you feel better. Hmm. You know, like, oh, and I yeah. think at the time I was like feeling kind of just alone because it was like all, all these people that have known each other forever. And then I was kind of totally. like the yeah. odd one out. So, yeah, he whether he meant to or not, drugs or not, he was yeah. dismissive of dismissive of your feelings. He mm-hmm. kind of just pretended you weren't there. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't exactly. ima- like, fuck that would, that would make anyone feel <laughs> uh, weird. So, yeah, <laughs> totally justified for yeah. you to feel that way. And you, it's great, great goal to say to him, I would like for us to get better at this because I'm not good at letting, you know, like, and if I did this to you, I want you to be able to talk to me about it as well. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right. (laughs) Thanks. At least I know, like, I wasn't being silly. (laughs) Not at all. Not even a little bit. So, (laughs) um, yeah, it, you have the right to feel how you feel. You just and you yeah. you can't be in a relationship if you can't communicate mm-hmm. those things to him, even if they're hard. You have to be able. You can't expect him to read your mind or whatever. I mean, granted, exactly, he should have fucking yeah. known that was wrong to do. But like, yeah, if your guy's <laughs> gonna like do shrooms or whatever mm-hmm. it is that you guys were on, then yeah. you know, Got right. there's a little you yeah. know some shit that you have to like you know maybe he should have known, but hey, fuck it. <laughs> like I don't know. But you, yeah. just, you just have to be able to talk to your partner about things that you guys, um, that it, it bothers you guys, you know, however, mm-hmm. whatever it is. And they should right. want to like empathize and, and, and make it better. Yeah. So, yeah. A little nerve wracking because he doesn't really believe in like the emotion of jealousy. Like he says that it's an unnecessary emotion. It's fucking is, like, stupid. There's like, no emotion that's unnecessary. They just are. Exactly. Like, <laughs> good for him for like I don't, I don't like being jealous either but yeah, jealousy still exists jealousy comes from a place <laughs> yeah. of insecurity and like we've talked about it's either mm-hmm. an insecurity he brings into the relationship by his actions like I don't know rubbing in another girl's thigh in front of you or yeah. an insecurity you might have from like shit that has happened to you in previous relationships or your life or things about yourself yeah. that you have to work on mm-hmm. right and the people who have less yeah. insecurities or, or or at least are better at dealing with their insecurities tend to be less jealous Mm-hmm. Right, but like, yeah, he is capable of being jealous, Mister. I don't believe in. I think it's a waste of energy. <laughs> and if yeah. he wants to, if he he's been able, if he's been able to harness that jealousy into like getting into like weird kinks, like cuckling or like open relationships, good on him. Yeah. That's a personal mm-hmm. preference. But like, yeah, everyone deals with jealousy their own way. Mm-hmm. Right. The the to, yeah, to, exactly. to pretend it's in doesn't exist and to be dismissive of your partner because they might mm-hmm. feel jealousy is no way to have a sustainable relationship. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think he has his own kind of traumas from relationships just from not seeing totally. good examples of him in the future in, in the past. So and pretending yeah. they don't exist and not talking with him is no way to be in a health, healthy relationship with yeah. this guy. So. Yeah, you're absolutely right. All right. All right. All right. Thank you. Best of luck. All right. <laughs> thank you. Take so much. care. Yep. My pleasure. All right. Bye-bye. Well, what a great episode. Thanks for listening, everybody. I hope we help save your life. Um, I'm talking to other people who called in. I appreciate you guys calling in. And for those of you listening, hopefully you found this beneficial, if nothing else, entertaining. We always appreciate you listening. Don't forget to send your questions at asknickercastme.com. Cast with a K. And if there's nothing else, we will see you on Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs>